Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome to another exciting episode of Amplified, where we amplify leaders who lead with their heart, change the world, inspire more smiles, and of course, bring the world and the communities together that they live in. So we have been to some amazing events. I'm so excited that Andre Adams Miller was able to go out to California to the Think and Grow Rich tour and help them launch that, and she is going to be continuing that tour. And what a great tour John Shin has created through the Napoleon Hill Foundation. And we were lucky enough and fortunate enough to run into our first cameo guest, which I will have Andrea introduce in a minute. But the Key Smiling Movement is really able to go into big events like the guests that are on the show today and honor people that are on stage, inspiring audiences, and actually publish their photo so that they get the type of acknowledgement and they get the type of amplification that we can help support them so they can have a bigger impact in the world. So, Andrea, how was that event in uh, California? Oh, it was absolutely fantastic. I mean, what other kind of an event do you go to that you say, geez, on the red carpet interviewing everyone, I got to uh, sing with uh, <laughs> Thea, um, I can't think of her last name right now, who sang We Got the Power and Rhythm Nation and uh, Jamie Jones from, you know, I swear. I mean, we definitely rocked it on the red carpet. It was great time, great representation for the Umbrella Syndicate and the Keep Smiling movement. I, I just was so impressed with what John put together. Well, you know, we give a shout out to Greg about every week, but Dr. Greg Reed, he was the one who created the Secret Knock, and we have had so many connecting the dots back to those events, and I met John Shin and Angel, uh, who was instrumental in bridging the the connection so we could be at the first launch, and then, of course, we had Eric Zuli, who we were partnering with to help with the media, so why don't we... uh, just give a little shout out. You can go ahead and give a little shout out to some of the people that were helping, including Doug, who was one of the photographers there assisting you. Oh, uh, Doug from Virtual Walk Walkthrough. He was an absolute doll. Uh, the easy way, Eric Zuli was responsible for Doug being there. Uh, uh, Angel L. Rivera. Uh, uh, Natalia, his girlfriend, she was absolutely amazing. Uh, Holly Porter was there, who uh, you've done a radio with her before. She was a facilitator. Fernando Gonzalez. Um, oh, gosh. there, uh, D.B. Wong, uh, uh, James Dentley. Uh, just unbelievable amount of people. It was fantastic. And thank you so much for heading out to Anaheim to cover that because I was at GrooveCon. And big congratulations to Mike Vilsame and John Cornetta for launching their quote-unquote Shopify takeover for entrepreneurs and internet marketers to be able to have a a more easy, seamless, and powerful, profitable business on the internet. And they had some really dynamic speakers. We'll go ahead and put those albums up uh, soon with nice links so you can learn more about GrooveCon and GrooveCart. And without further ado, you had a lovely uh, person that you met and gave 60 key smiling cards to, and that was Melissa Binkley, and she has her event coming up. So I'm going to just go ahead and bring her on there. Melissa, how are you doing? I'm amazing. How's it going? Good. Now, Andrea gave you 60 cards. Did you count them and make sure that she gave you that many and she didn't short you? 
I didn't count them, but I was pretty sure there were 60 there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I had a great conversation with Miguel, and we're very excited that he's going to help support your event and that we can create a a book out of it and tell your story of how you create smiles. Since this is a a little cameo, we're going to have you back for a future show. If you would just be so kind as to just say, in in a nutshell, who you are and what you're creating in your event. Sure. Well, obviously, my name is Melissa Binkley, and I am the founder of the Intuitive Intelligence Academy um, and an international um, best-selling author and speaker. And my event that's coming up is called Transform Live. It's in Costa Mesa, California, and it's this coming weekend, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, um, Mother's Day weekend, which is wonderful. Um, Such a great Mother's Day gift. And what we're doing at what we do at Transform Live is we really teach people how to transform an area of their life by really allowing them to uncover any fears that are holding holding you back, uh, so that you can get unstuck and transform your pain into freedom. Because I say on the other side of pain is is freedom, and on the other side of your fear is deeper love than you have ever known. And we teach how to merge uh, modern science with the wisdom of our past so that we can shed new light on techniques and benefits that, that form the core of the work that I do, which is intuitive intelligence, so that no matter what you want in life, whether it's love, abundance, fulfillment, joy, um, you will, it will help you achieve it. And so we're going to go through and uh, teach people how to push beyond their limits, release all their blocks that have been holding them back so that they can break through. Uh, you know, whether it's in their business, they want more income, or if it's in the relationship and they want deeper love, or they have trauma from their past and they want to heal, uh, whatever that looks like. We teach them the science and the experiential uh, methods behind how to heal that and gain, you know, massive amounts of wealth, health, inner peace, and happiness, and really learn the keys to quantum miracles, manifestation, and true healing. Well, I'm a fan. Sign me up. I want to be at your events, and I'm making that intention clear. Now, we've run in each other at a multitude of events, usually very high-end influencer leadership speaker events. So you definitely travel in the right circles to share your message. And you've really created a life you love, which is really what the show's about. It's aligning uh, really the audience to uh, that they have the option of choosing a life they love. Now, can you give a little synopsis of why you did what you did and, and where you came from? Uh, sure. I Why I did what I did. Well, I I built the academy and I, and I got into this work because I had had a massive amount of trauma from my childhood um, and I was looking for a way to heal myself I, and not just physically but mentally and emotionally through all the years I had uh, I had d- done quite a number on myself through drugs and alcohol and eating disorders and things like that because I wasn't able to cope with the, the traumatic experiences of my childhood and I decided that I wanted to heal that and I, I started learning and going through these processes to work on myself and um, and ended up creating intuitive intelligence out of the healing modalities that I used to heal myself and was working with clients and having them have instantaneous healings. And it was a real, pa- it became a real passion for me. And then I got the opportunity to not only do this uh, work in the world and make money at it and teach people about it, but I also get to go to uh, work with amazing organizations like sex trafficking organizations uh, and um, um, cancer associations and different things like that and teach this process uh, like veteran associations for PTSD and teach these things so that I can go back in and give back in a big way because uh, I learned that uh, you know we can do we can do things and help and 
um, and create a business that if we're not contributing in the world, then it doesn't feel fulfilling enough. And so it's been an opportunity for me to heal myself, teach other people how to heal. Um, and, you know, we now train and certify um, people all over the world and it, from doctors to coaches to different things like that. So they can then now, it's like a ripple effect, go out also and use this work to help people to, to really transform. Well, uh, if you're going to be staying, if you can't stay to hear the show, definitely listen to the show later because Lauren is creating uh, uh, that in a more of a city culture of helping kids really realize their power and overcome really huge obstacles and challenges and make really good choices. So it's, like we said before, there's no accident that we, you guys are in the same show together. And I think it will change both your lives if you just uh, connect and have a conversation. I, I think you're really going to be able to propel both each other's success. I'm, I'm also... I'm really excited that you are taking on and, and creating these tours all around the world. Would you mind just, uh, first of all, share how people can get the ticket for this coming weekend? Let's do that first. Okay, sure. You can go to intuitiveintelligenceacademy.com uh, slash transform dash retreat. Uh, and, you, and right on there, you can find all the information that you want to register uh, intuitiveintelligenceacademy.com if you just go to that you can also scroll down and you'll see a, a button that says transform live and just click on it and it'll take you to the information about the event uh, and what was the other question? Well I'm, I'm, I hadn't asked you yet so Andrea's going to put a oh. link to that under, after the show the other thing I wanted to ask you is so people are mindful that they can really step out of their comfort zone and really be super super powerful uh, just tease them with some of the places you have your retreats Oh, okay. So we've gone to France and India, and we had them here in California. We've been in Bali, Australia. We're headed to Peru, Egypt, uh, some really fun places. Uh, we're, we do about yes. four or five, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, all over the world a year. Yeah, as a traveler, I'm drooling on my computer right now, so uh, I can't yeah. wait to get your itinerary <laughs> and also be a part of the journey because uh, I, I love traveling, and this would be actually hitting a couple places that I've never even seen and a couple places I would like to see more. So we're going to uh, bring you back on the show for, obviously, uh, an after the retreat and also hopefully one that I'm able to experience it myself. How do people connect with you uh, personally? Uh, to connect with me personally, I, you know, I'm on Instagram and Facebook and all that. You can either do it under my name, which is um, um, Melissa S. Binkley on Instagram, or you can go find it under Intuitive Intelligence Academy on Instagram or on Facebook, the same thing. Either of those, Melissa S. Binkley or Intuitive Intelligence Academy. Um, and if you want to email me, if you want to just say hi, you can just email me at Melissa at MelissaBinkley.com. Okay. And is there any code by any chance uh, people... Uh, want to be there this weekend that they can get a little extra value? Is there anything at all not to put you on the spot? Absolutely, yeah. Um, there's If you use the, the code PROMO, P-R-O-M-O, it will give them a $200 discount on the ticket. Okay, and we're going to add, if you put promo and then put in the notes somewhere, Amplify, we're going to have you in her book. We're going to guarantee you you'll be in her book, the Keep Smiling book, as yes. leaders causing differences. All right, well, super, Melissa. Thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us on the show. And um, it was funny when we actually talked this past week and we said, you know, all those times, those frequencies, we were able to get into each other's energy zone. This is the time where our energy zones not only match, but that we can be the most powerfully for each other. So I'm excited for what I can do to help support you. And I'm looking forward to hearing about your great retreat. Thank you. Thank you so much.
Take care. All right, we're going to be bringing Lauren on. Lauren's been on the show before. He is an author of a Keep Smiling book, and he's going to be probably in about, well, he's in several books, but he's going to be another author for probably, I think, two other books. So he is making really huge transformational change in the world. And there are so many kids that he touches their their minds, their heart, and their spirit to believe that they can be whatever they want to be. And he is certainly a product of creating a life he loves. So Andrea, if you please give a nice, warm welcome to Lauren. Absolutely. Lauren is not only a motivator and a former, hold on just a second here. He is not only a motivator, but he is formerly a foster child. He strives to inspire and uplift every person who crosses his path. His message really shows those who want to know that life is full of challenges. He gets it, but it's our challenges that provide us the greatest opportunities for growth and learning. As a mentor and breakthrough coach and author he and a friend, he believes that we're part of the ripple effect, and he believes it's his personal duty to recreate a ripple that reaches around the globe and he's embarking on a 2019 tour speaking from the heart to give hope to those who are desperate to break through the various glass ceilings of their lives and he is um, you know really ex- focused on making his goal in life to expose as many people as possible to the systematic approach that has worked hundred percent in providing a template for people to follow a template that provided him with a life that before he'd only dreamed about. He loves his creator and being creative, loves books, music, and all beauty. His favorite saying is, I love me. Please, standing ovation, Lauren Michaels Harris. <laughs> Hello. How are you, Lauren? How are you, buddy? Uh, I'm, I'm um, awesomely sleep deprivated purposely, but... <laughs> On top of the world. I'm not kidding you. Well, I was able to rearrange my schedule, thanks to Andrea, and she uh, she was Aww. able to get some coverage. So I will be in Atlanta, and had I known that, I would have bring in, I would have brought your book with you. But um, congratulations on being one of the 37 authors, and your story is fantastic. I'm so excited that we were able to share it with so many people, and we're looking forward you. to getting some other books. But I want to give a just a connect the dot situation. You know. Sure. Dr. Greg Reed connected me to Ryan Long uh, probably about three years ago, and I got to go to City Gala where I met Jason Cisneros, and he told me about your event in Chicago. He says, dude, with what you're doing with the Keep Smiling movement, this is your guy. This is the guy that's creating smiles, wow. is, is inspiring the world in such a positive guy. And, you know, he, not only was he right, but you welcomed me as a very close friend, and I wanted to thank you and acknowledge you because not everyone can be so vulnerable and open to a stranger and you certainly made me feel like a very close friend so thank you for that oh you're welcome you made it easy (laughs) well let's talk about your events coming up because just like melissa she has an event that's going to transform and really change people for the forever and you are as well so i wanted to first of all uh give you an opportunity to give the the what and the why of this event go for it okay sure uh, thanks for having me, first of all, and uh, it's a real honor to be here. The Power of We Symposium, what is it? Uh, in a nutshell, it is a modern-day stone soup experience. Um, what I mean by that is it's an opportunity for the arm of purpose to remove every crumb of any type of an excuse um, off the table. And what I mean by that is there are so many issues in the world that every it's so easy for us to point a finger and say, oh, that's bad, that needs to be fixed, oh, that could be better, on and on and on. But it stops right there for so many people. 
And I have always loved uh, kids. I feel kind of like a Neverland kid, a lost boy, or however you'd like to put it, but pretty much that's it because of my experiences um, all those years in the foster system with 22 moms uh, and 22 homes and a lot of things that just kind of just rob you of that short period of being a kid. And so, but I do remember uh, that one person in my life, which was uh, my very first caseworker in the system, and the way that she changed my life without ever knowing it, she didn't even say it. It was a squeeze of my hand two times every time she would leave and could innately sense that I was in a bad place in that home. And she would squeeze my hand as I walked her to her car, um, and it would let me know that I would be back for you. So that has always stuck with me about how one brief moment uh, doesn't even have to be a message or a word or it could be eye contact, a smile, it could be anything. But for a kid, uh, they see it, they feel it. And I carried those two hand squeezes with me for four decades, four decades. And so the power of we is a place of celebration where uh, the stone soup attitude is where no matter who you are, what you're dealing with, uh, what your economic status is or educational level or any of that, it is an opportunity to be of service to our greatest treasures, which are our kids. Um, there's no way I would want to be a kid in today's world. I'm just keeping it real. But nonetheless, these kids don't have a choice. And um, I wanted something, do a dual purpose. First of all, I wanted an event where when people donate and, and become a part of it and give their time, their prayers, their dollars, their pennies, whatever it is, um, I wanted them to be able to experience and see and live and breathe in and out where every penny went. So what I mean by that is the Power We Symposium is a safe space where all of the like-minded frequencies come together under one roof, um, brick and mortar, make no difference, even though we, we, we do this for the kids in opulent spaces, mansions, and in, in the case of this coming Friday in Atlanta, the beautiful Biltmore Ballroom. Um, and it is because a lot of these places, these kids have only seen on television or read about in books, and they feel that they're, they're barriers to them, that they're not, uh, there's no way they could ever be a part of a place like that, let alone the experience that goes on within there. So we get the kids there, um, we walk the red carpet first, and they watch, and that's purposeful as well. Um, I have them watch, and then when they see all of us, the people that are hitting the stages, uh, the VIPs and whatnot, in their black tie and evening attire, evening gowns, I go out there along with some of the other speakers, and I, we talk to them about what they've just witnessed. And they always say, when we go, what do you think you just saw? Oh, a bunch of stars. And, and we're like, you know, it may seem like that, but guess what? All of us are people who once upon a time were you. And right. that red carpet is here for you. It's not here for us. But here's the difference. When you walk down it, going inside the venue, you're going to go in as a stargazer, and that's okay. But if, I promise you, if you keep your mind and your heart and your spirit open, all day today, share your story and, and listen to others. When you walk back out down that same red carpet, you won't be a stargazer. 
You'll be on your way to becoming a trailblazer. And that's the empowerment that is the equivalent for me of the two hand squeezes that my caseworker Ann gave me 40-some years ago, and it's still with me today. All of us can look back over the shoulder of the life we've already lived and go to that precise moment in time where someone saw us, someone acknowledged us, someone believed in us. And that's what we provide. Uh, it, it, like I said, it is an, a celebration of the forgotten kids. 100% of the kids uh, this coming Friday are on the free lunch program. 97% African-American kids from the hardest hit areas of Atlanta. And the um, other 3% is other. So that's your Hispanic population, your Asian population, your Indian population. And I'm sure there's a few Caucasians thrown in there for good measure. But these kids, you know, I say, I say they're like me. I look at, when they look at me, I say, you know I'm special needs, right? And they laugh. But I said, you know what? That is the truth. Because all of us are special. And all of us have needs. So we're all special needs. So let's get that off the table right now. So, you know, we come and the kids come in, they go and they sit down and there's a swag bag of great stories and motivational books and kid books and bracelets with affirmations on them and necklaces with empowerment uh, medallions on them and uh, handwritten notes of encouragement that are inside envelopes with stickers all over them. Um, pencils and, and pens and rulers and snacks and just everything a kid could want. And this time in Atlanta, it's a real challenge because usually we have uh, high schoolers for the most part, but this time in Atlanta they requested to bring all of their 250 kids from their middle school uh, area because that is their hot zone right now, mm. their danger zone. Yeah, yeah. So it's quite a challenge, but we're up for it. Well, that's a very influential age, too, so it's good that uh, they're going for that target because that's really going to give them really that feeling and that uh, the action step that they can choose what they what path they want to go. So I wanted to go, uh, ask about Jason, uh, the bald Avenger. Uh, you know, he put us together, and my life changed as a result of meeting you and being in your event and certainly uh, getting your book out to so many people because that goes beyond the event. And for anyone listening to this, if you want a Lauren's uh, Key Smiling book, we will email it to you. And I want to make sure that people know how to get their tickets to the Atlanta event. How do they do sure. that, Lauren? Well, this is a great first for us as well, um, being our first destination event for the Power of We Symposium. Um, again, one of the premises is to remove all excuses for why I can't be there, why I can't support why I can't, can't, can't. So you can go to our website, which is powerofwesymposium.com, and on the homepage near the bottom, well, if you just want to buy a ticket and come and join us in person like you are, Ken, um, yeah. to the upper right at the very top, you'll see a blue button that says buy tickets. Now you can go and you hit that, it will redirect you to Eventbrite where the screen will split, and you can either donate to help, uh, you know, what we're doing, and the next uh, Power of We, which is October in Chicago, uh, by donating any amount, $1 or more, and then also you could buy a ticket there. But on the bottom of that same homepage on our website, powerofwesymposium.com, you'll find something brand new, and we're very excited about this. We've partnered with symposium.us, and we are going to live stream the entire day. And it is set up in an a la carte type format where... You can buy one of the three or all three bundles 
which is an hour and a half in the morning, our red carpet ceremony, the first of our two essay winners. We had an essay contest implemented down there in the entire Atlanta middle school system, and um, almost 200 kids wrote essays entitled, How I Plan to Change the World. And the top five uh, will be in attendance with the other 250 kids, but we'll be honoring the top boy and the top girl. So you'll be able to hear the first one of those essay winners, their speech, and also uh, some, a few other surprises in that bundle. There's a lunchtime bonanza bundle, bundle package where I'm going to interview Scott Christman, um, who is a professional uh, skier. Also, a Dr. A.J., the founder of Feed a Billion, will speak. And then another 18-year-old kid from Louisiana named Austin Mulrine, who's going to talk about the power of perspective from a kid's perspective. Um, we're going to change the power of we in the future starting in October in Chicago, where half the day will be adults speaking to kids, and the other half of the day will be kids speaking to adults. And we're testing that program down in Atlanta this coming Friday, so we're so excited about that. But if the bundles aren't your deal, or they are, and you also want to experience one, two, three, or all of the nine speakers, um, you, can, you can purchase them separately. And if you get the recording for $2 extra, you can watch at your own leisure. So you can come to the power of we in real time from anywhere in the world or purchase it and uh, sit there whenever you get ready and get your feet ready, get your feet up and relax and watch it at your own leisure. But every penny of this goes back to help fund so we can get a head start on Chicago coming up in October. So we're really excited about this live stream and partnering with uh, Symposium.us to provide virtual seats all over the world so people can peek in and experience the power of we. And because it's so important to acknowledge people that are supporting the power of we, anyone that goes to the site and registers, if you can bring a copy or ticket and put Amplified on it, we will go ahead and take a picture of you and make sure it goes in the next Key Smiling book so you can spread the word of how powerful Lauren's uh, initiative is, his mission. And Lauren, would that be acceptable to you? Oh, Absolutely. Cool. Love it. And we want to we uh, really turn this into a kids' leader program, too. So that's why I was saying there's several books that we want to help get out there that you have the power to be the change in the world you want to see. You have the power to be the leader, just like Lauren, to create events that actually inspire communities to rise up and love being the, the way that we all bring together our power. Lauren, thank you so much for the opportunity to serve and support what you're doing. It is magical. I, I I wanted to give you an opportunity. Is there anything you'd want to say to the Bald Avenger since he was the one who put us together? Well, you know, I, I love Jason. He's a great friend and even greater mentor. Um, and he has great vision. And what I love about Jason is that he reached out and had some people uh, open the doors for our meeting. And <laughs> the people that he told, I remember it was Joshua T. Berglund and Melissa Hall Gallimore. They both started texting at me on all platforms and said, there's a guy named Jason Cisneros who's going to be calling you. Lauren, we know you. Don't blow him off. Because I was already 60% in the build-out for the original uh, Power of Week Chicago. And I was like, okay. And when he came on and we spoke, and he just made me feel so awesomely special um, just for the fact that he got it. You know, I, I'm going to tell you something. You know, you'd be surprised when you do these things. I'm not anymore, but I was at first, that a lot of people will talk the talk. But when it comes down to making things happen, not so much. And 
so it is a very arduous road to just keep going, keep going, keep going. But the more you, the more, the further you go, the further you get. And thanks to Jason, I am a true believer. I know this to be true now that it does matter to give people an opportunity or how would they know to do something with an opportunity? So the greatest part of, um, you know, the connection with Jason is that he helped me to really embrace, you know, it's hard when you're trying to do something that has never been here. And the, you know, there's nothing, people like things that they can have a reference point to in comparison. Oh, it's kind of like this, or it's just like that. But when that doesn't exist, for every step, you know, someone else has to take, you have to take three or four more. But I'll tell you this, I have learned that no matter what we do, when you move within a place of purpose, a little bit of something will always be better than a whole lot of nothing. And we're getting there one day at a time. Amen. So we're going to bring you back at the end of the show uh, for some rapid fire questions, just to let the audience know a little more about what you read and how, uh, what you recommend so that they can have a, a more powerful life. So we're going to be going to break. And this first segment has been brought to you by the Key Smiling Movement, the Red Carpet Connection, and the Umbrella Syndicate. We'll be back in a couple minutes. See you soon. Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash The Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at UmbrellaSyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Okay, we are back for a powerful second segment. We got a, a really, really big very too tall hero coming in the show very soon. And if you have your calendar available this weekend, what great choices you could be at Lauren Michael Harris's event in Atlanta and be part of the We Symposium, or you can be going to Melissa Binkley's in California and really have a transformational experience and an empowerment uh, experience. So I hope that uh, you make yourself available this weekend if you don't have plans to be transformed. Uh, we're, without further ado, we're going to get our next guest on. Andre, if you'd be so kind as to bring our next guest on. 
Yes, I have the pleasure of introducing Jante Hall, a former Harlem Globetrotter. He grew up in Baltimore, Maryland, and McCullough Homes Project area. And he said it was really tough. And from a very early age, he saw a lot. And it really gave him the desire to make a difference, no matter his living environment. At six years old, his mother gave him his first basketball for his birthday. Falling in love with it, he took it everywhere, even to bed. <laughs> he played organized baseball, um, excuse me, basketball at age nine and although his teammates were taller he accepted he would never be the average height of a average basketball player however that didn't stop him he worked twice as hard to showcase his skills and he fast forwarded to uh, 2011 where he was recognized for his basketball skills despite his height standing tall at five foot two when he became an ambassador for the world famous harlem globetrotters he traveled around the world putting smiles on people's faces and mostly children and he recently stepped down to pursue his real passion and that's to inspire youth to dream big no matter the size of their obstacles. Jonte, thank you for coming on. Glad to have you. Good morning, Jonte. How are you? How are you? So you are, born, you are born and raised in Baltimore, and you are yep. a celebrity. So we're so excited because I live in the Baltimore vicinity. I've been there about 40 years. So, uh, you know, there's a lot of famous people from Baltimore. Uh, I'll just name a couple. Uh, Kevin Durante, Babe Ruth, James Brown, Jada Pinkett Smith, Harriet Tubman, yep. Frederick Douglass. I mean, David Hasselhoff, Michael Phelps. They're a good marshal. The list goes on. I mean, Tony Braxton. There are so many great people that come out of Baltimore. Why is that? Man, like I tell everybody, man, like once I travel, like even traveling with the Harlem Globetrotters, I tell people don't judge a book by its cover. There's talent in Baltimore, regardless what you read, regardless what you see on the news. We have a lot of talent in Baltimore, Maryland. You know, I, I think it's a little bit because Baltimore is a tough city. It's a city that if you can be successful there and break through it, you got grit. Would you say that's true? Yes, that's very true. But, um, man, you have to have a, a strong mental, like you got to be mentally, mentally tough, to, you know, to, to kind of stay on a straight path because it's easy to get caught up, you know, like what you see out there on the streets, man. You know, like, of course, me, I've, I've been offered drugs, like Andrea said in my introduction. I've been offered drugs, offered to sell it, offered to do it, you know. So it's up to you uh, if you want to continue be successful so so you have to make that choice well we definitely want to go there in a second but i want to actually acknowledge again how baltimore creates like ironman they create it creates your michael phelps who's arguably the best athlete olympic athlete you got ray lewis who's one of the top football players of all time certainly one of the youngest to receive a hall of fame uh, you have Cal Ripken, who broke the world record for ironman on the baseball platform and then we got you i mean this is this is quite the trifle. Well, quadfet. That's amazing. So tell us, uh, tell the audience your story. And uh, let's start back with that spot where you're talking about your opportunity, as it were, to not uh, do drugs or sell drugs. So how did you, who was the one who mentored you or taught you to make good choices like that? Um, I'm going to say my mom. My mom and also uh, I had a mentor growing up. Um, I met this guy in high school. He, like, he was my high school trainer he's actually still my trainer and you know they they kept me positive especially my mom being that i was i, I saw her every day you know because we lived together of course 
And um, she kept me positive, man. She gave me and my brother um, rules. Like, when we was younger, man, she was like, well, look, um, you know, I'm, I'm going to guide you. I'm going to guide you, right? But it's up to you if you want to listen. So my mom kept us grounded, kept us out the streets. We had a curfew growing up, actually, um, 8 o'clock, 8, 8 p.m. A lot of my guys that I grew up with, yeah, they used to laugh at us, man. And thank God, I mean, I didn't see it back then, but thank God to God's grace, you know, it worked because a lot of people I grew up with either in jail or, or died, man, through, you know, through violence. So, yeah, man, it's, it's, my mom played a major role in my life, man, and she still does. And and there's a lot of trouble that happens after 8 o'clock on the streets. And it's not like a right. lot of collaboration and, and good planning happens after 8 o'clock. So your mom was very wise yeah. to have that curfew. So she's still alive, right? Yes, she's still alive. Um, she has MS, by the way. Yeah, well, she's still alive. Uh, hopefully she can hear this show and uh, hear what you're going to be saying next because it's Mother's Day coming up this Sunday. Would you like to, would you like to say something to your mom? Yes, yes. I'm going to say this song. Always love my mother. She's my favorite girl. Love you, mom. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was beautiful. You know, my mom is the reason that I'm speaking to you, not just from a st standpoint that she gave me birth, but when uh, she passed yeah. with Alzheimer's, I decided to create a purpose-driven life, and you're seeing me in action. I, after she passed, I asked God, what am I supposed to do with my biggest fan in the world leaving mm -hmm. and here I created the umbrella syndicate which spawned into the key smiling movement so mm -hmm. moms are so important uh, you look at anyone who's successful they probably had a great mom and it's not to say that dads aren't uh, a role a key role as well but moms are the ones who cause you to really believe in yourself would you agree with that absolutely a thousand percent man a thousand percent yes well, you know, if it wasn't for Andre Adams Miller with the Red Carpet Connection and the executive director of the Key Smiling Movement, I don't know if we'd, uh, we know each other or be in the show together. So I want to give her an opportunity to come in and ask a question or two since she got to spend some really high quality time with you. So, Andrea, you have the floor. Uh, yes, and I, and I want to thank uh, Lauren Michaels Harris because he's the one who suggested that I connect with Jante because he's going to be at the power of we. And uh, Jante and I had a fast connection. Jante, I want you to share with us about the anti-bullying message. I'm just really impressed with your vision for that. Yes, yes, Andrea. So um, I go around the schools, around the country. Um, I'll talk about, of course, my story. And also I have a bullying program. Um, it's called the ABCs of bullying. Um, A means action. B means bravery. C means compassion. So I go around and, uh, you know, I get the kids involved. Now tell them, raise their hands by the show of hands. How many of you guys can show me what action means pertaining to bullying without the violence? So, you know, I try to, try to tell them, you know, um, tell a parent, tell a teacher, um, tell an older sibling, um, anybody, you know, uh, walk away. That's, that's taking action. Then, then be bravery. Uh, be brave. Bullies don't like. Um, they don't like to be ignored. So ignore them. Like, like you know, somebody else getting bullied. You know, you know, be that friend. You know, and compassion. Um, you know, being somebody's friend that's getting bullied. You know, even if you don't know them, know that person. You know, be that friend. You know, so bullying is very. It's 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 it's, it's a sad thing that's going around. You know, it's on um, the internet. You know, you have your internet bullying. Um, and I can relate to bullying because I, I wasn't never bullied physically, but I was bu um, bullied verbally. And, you know, we all know words hurt more than anything. 
So um, the kids can relate to that. And, you know, going to these schools that I went to recently, um, I got their attention. I inspired them and got a great response from the teachers, you know. So, um, yeah, so bullying is very, it's, it's a part of my presentation. Well, I, one of my favorite books I wrote was Making Friends Around the World. It took me eight years, and the book is about how to actually make a friend, have high self-esteem, and if we can put bullies in a program where they are learning extra languages and they're taking care of their self-esteem issues, it typically takes care of their need to belittle or make someone feel bad because they feel so bad. Would you agree with that assessment? Yes, yes, I totally agree with that, yes. So I understand that you have a desire to write a children's book, and I want to give you an opportunity to to, to declare it live and share what your vision is about your your book. Yes, yes. Um, So I'm going to come out with a book. Um, It's going to be called Go Johnny. Johnny is my nickname. You know, my mom gave me that name. And it's going to be about a kid to, um, like, it's it's going to show a kid that never... That, that never gave up on anything he tried to accomplish in life. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I'm still in my early stages of it, still brainstorming, still trying to, you know, bring bring it to life. But I'm excited about it. I'm excited about it. Well, I am too. And, you know, I'm so excited that when I meet you, hopefully, not only in Atlanta, but then the following week in Charm City, that we can break bread and actually knock this book out and get it out maybe in the next before school starts in September. And by the way, that is not only very possible, but I'm committed to it if you want to be. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, I'm committed, man. Of course. Uh, I okay, cool. Willing to well, help me. Well, I, went, I was a, a victim of bullying and, you know, there's so many people that have been bullied in life. So, you know, they have to overcome it. And in some ways, bullying helps us get our first lesson in being tough. And so it's not a lesson that anyone wants for their kids or even wants for themselves. But um, bullying has uh, been a concern of so many people that have been on this program. And I, I want to ask you, if you see someone bullying someone at, at a school, is it, is it tattling? Is it a bad idea for the kid to get involved to, to help that victim? What, what's your suggestion there? Um, actually, I think it's I think it's great, man. Because the more the more kids, you know, jump in and stand up for each other, I think that that will help the whole bullying thing. Because um, you know, kids are scared right now. So um, if a kid is getting bullied and somebody like let let's say I see I see you getting bullied and I don't I don't know you, you know, of course I'm gonna step up. You know, I'm gonna be your friend, and you know I'm gonna stand up for you, man. So I don't I don't think it's a bad idea for kids to to get involved, more kids to get involved, because that's going to help the bullying. And, you know, bullies, ironically, are hurting a lot more than they're hurting somebody else. So it really is important that we get them in programs where they can experience how love is a better way of interacting with people than fighting bullying and, and making people, belittling people. So I'm really happy to be a part of your your project, your book, and as far as your career in speaking, because it's such an important message. I appreciate that, man. It means a lot to me. Thank you. Well, we're going to bring Andrea on because she did spend hours with you that I have not been able to spend. And I know she has some other points and questions she wants to bring in. So, Andrea? Well, uh, I also wanted to add that uh, Jante and I were talking because he really loves talking to middle school youth as well. So, we actually talked about creating a juvenile uh, young adult 
a book, actually, like a, a novel, uh, you know, to give people an idea of what it would be like, so to give them another chance to read. So I'm super excited about that as well. But, Jante, my question is, is uh, tell me how you learned some of these tricks and how you're able to teach teachers and students to learn them in, like, five minutes or less. <laughs> <laughs> so um, to all the listeners out there, um, Ben Harlem Globetrotters, uh, we take, we take, like, before every game, before every game, we take six of our best ball handlers and we showcase our tricks. And, you know, uh, of course, my first year I wasn't that good, but I learned, you know, I knew how to spin the ball on my finger. But, you know, um, a lot of the older players, they came along and taught me. And also, you know, I took what I know and put it into my own. So a lot of practice, a lot of practice. So what I do is, in my school assemblies, um, I teach... I teach about five or six kids their own trick and two teachers. And, for example, I tell them, take the ball around that back, go under the leg, and you go hit it off your knee. You know, so, yeah, so it's, 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 it's hard, but it's easy at the same time. Does that make, does that make sense? It does. It does. I want to ask yeah. you a question. So you had a great mom, and uh, Lauren had a, a, a specific mentor that changed his life. What do you say, because we're going we're gonna to get this show out to all the schools in Baltimore and Maryland. We're going to get this show and tell them to please listen to it, to please pass it on to their, their student body. Who, what do you tell the child that doesn't necessarily have that father or mother figure about how to make good choices? Oh, that's a great. That's a great question. That's a great question. Um, well, if their parents aren't involved, you know, that's that's a, that's another story. So what I would tell them, I said, look, um, regardless of your living environment, regardless of your situation, if you want to do anything in life, you know, anything you put your mind to, you can accomplish anything. You know, and then I just, I just try to tell them, you know, my upbringing, how I was raised, you know, even though I had parents, but we all still go through stuff no matter what. You can have parents, you can, you know, it's, it's so easy to get caught up in the environment and, 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 and the mental thing that's going on in your, in your mind. So I would tell them like, look, you could do anything you put your mind to if you work at it, if you work at it, if I could do it, they could do it. So that's what, go ahead. I was just going to say it can be discouraging uh, how hard you have to work, but the, the reward is worth it. And I wanted you to connect Amen. the dots. When you were uh, fi- finally accepted as a Globetrotter, can you share what important things had to happen in your life to get that opportunity to be a Harlem Globetrotter? Um, so, you know, my mom is sick. She has MS. So that's, that's, that's a tough situation right there. So I prayed about it. I prayed about it, and I said, um, God, you know, you know, I want to play basketball. And he made it happen. He made it happen. Even though I was traveling so much, God made a will to have somebody that take care of my mom. So whatever is meant for anybody out here, God going to make a way. You know, God going to make a way no matter what. So that was my, so, biggest, my biggest fear, you know, going to the Globetrotters, if somebody take care of my mom. So that's, that's the prayers, right? And then yep, that's what the was it? And what was it that, uh, like your unstoppability, what was it that caused you to get picked by the, I, I, I know that they probably looked at you and said, you're just too tall. I, I get that you're just too tall and you probably, <laughs> um, so, so since you have, uh, sh- share your height in the air and, and how, 
how much that has helped you or hurt you to get her into Globetrotters. Okay, so um, I know you didn't know this. Now I'm sure um, Andrea didn't know this, but I played for the Washington Generals at first, um, our opponents. Okay. And, you know, they used to, they used to tease me, oh, you're you so small, you're so small. And then, um, you know, um, Globetrotters gave me a tryout, even though I was, I was short. But I kept striving. I kept striving. And as far as my height, you know, always been down and, and looked down on growing up, you know, it, it had been perfect. You know, it's like I'm getting rewarded for being the smallest on the team. So, <laughs> you know, so it's, 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 it's a blessing, man. That's that's amazing. So talk about uh, what it's like to be on the Harmon Blue Trotters. Uh, it was it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Um, of course, it's, it's, it's like, well, it wasn't work. It wasn't work, but you travel so much, and some, 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 sometimes that stuff can get tiring and all that stuff. But um, playing in front of the kids and, and seeing their faces, and, and that gave me so much joy, and that removed everything that I was going through mentally or if I was tired, you know, seeing them smiles and being able to inspire them. So that was the best part about being a Harlem Globetrotter. So, yeah, man, it was, it was, it was a great experience, 57 countries. All fifty states. I'm on my second passport, so that was a that was a blessing plan, man. That was a blessing. You know, I I recently heard that the the key to ending racism is to travel. Would you agree with that? Oh, I totally agree. Um, give you a fun fact. Um, back in the day, um, we broke a lot of barriers. Harlem Globetrotters. Um, we we traveled. I think um, I think back in the back in the forties. Um, they stopped the war and let the Globetrotters play. And then when they left after the game, they, they, they warred again. So that's so much power that that organization had. That's you know? amazing. Yeah, that so cool. I know, I know, I know. So we're going to go to Rapid Fire, and Rapid Fire is where we ask you and Lauren extremely fast questions to get really fast answers for our audience to have uh, more information about you and actions they can take. So we will, uh, we'll start with you and then we'll go to Lauren. Lauren, you're there, right? Just making sure Lauren's I'm there and ready for the cue. Good. All right. So oh, Jante will be first and then you, I'll ask the first question and Andrea will follow him back and forth. So here we go. So I guess, uh, I always like my go-to of a book that changed your life. So you can give one or two books that changed your life, Jante, and then we'll go to Lauren. Okay. A book that changed my life. I'm reading it now. It's by David Mauser. It's called Connected to Goodness. He's amazing. I love that man. Yeah. And we're going to be having him on Amplified yeah. pretty soon, so I'm excited <laughs> that you brought him up. All right, I so, just, Lauren? Uh-uh. <laughs> Lauren? Oh, okay. <clears throat> yeah, two for me. Uh, during childhood, I would have to say The NeverEnding Story. And, uh, and as an adult, Brendan Burchard's uh, The Motivation Manifesto. Beautiful. Thank you, Lauren. All right, Andre. Mm-hmm. I was just with David this weekend at the Think and Grow Rich launch. Um, let's see, uh, gentlemen, uh, who was your hero growing up? John. Oh, that's me, John. Um, my my hero was my mom growing up. My hero was my mom. Awesome, Lauren. <laughs> Actually, strangely enough, uh, it was uh, Abraham Lincoln. Uh, I, I won an essay contest in third grade about my favorite president and his accomplishments. And when I read his story, there was just so many things uh, I loved about 
him doing something that wasn't popular. And that's where I learned how important purpose is. It's beautiful. Thank you, Lauren. Uh, back to you, Jante. Uh, a quote that you live by. As long as your heart stands tall, you're not too small. Nice. Lauren? My favorite quote is, uh, you know, truth is the only thing in the universe that never changes, and it is the only thing that will never change on you. Cool. Andre? And uh, the song that inspires you, Jante? Um, I'm going to say, like, I'm a huge Drew Hill fan, my, my R&B group. Uh, I'm going to say, without you, my life is incomplete by Cisco. Cisco's from Baltimore. Yep, exactly, yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lauren? <laughs> well, trying not to sound egotistical, but it is the truth. It was uh, the song I wrote that uh, ended up being a theme song for a movie, which ended up giving me my, my album deal. And it's a song called Dream, which really the words came through me. They didn't come from me, but uh, it's my, it's, it was a message for me and for the world. So, yeah, that's my favorite. Great. So we'll make a link on the show so people can check out that song. Since we're in the uh, okay. input, input to the brain uh, with books and songs, let's finish it up with movie. So uh, you got a movie you'd recommend to kids to watch to overcome their challenges, Jante? Um, let's see, let's see, let's see. Uh, uh, that's a good question. <laughs> um, well, we can come back to you. We can go to Lauren first. Okay. Okay. Lauren, go ahead. Well, the, the, you know, the book was the never any story, but the movie, and I tell kids about it all the time from the stages, the Wizard of Oz. And one point in that movie in particular was when Dorothy landed, uh, and she was in the black and white side and, um, amongst all the rubble. When she opened that door, when she found it that led to Oz, she didn't just open it and rush in and leave us in the rubble. She looked through mm-hmm. it, and then she looked back at us and pulled the door towards her, as if to say, after you. And I love that, that symbolism, because it speaks to that if we always look our truths in the eye first and wave towards any door of opportunity and say, after you, the Creator walks before us, stands beside us, and covers the rear behind us. So that's why I love that movie. Great. Uh, while we're giving a little bit of a stall for Jante, I'll just say that I recently saw I Can Only Imagine, which is a, a great story about overcoming a really tough childhood and creating the number one song of all time, inspirationally, uh, by Mercy Me. And then, of course, mm-hmm. my go-to is Rudy. Andrea, if you'd like to give a quick movie um, title. Um, I got one, guys. I'm ready. Okay, go. Go ahead, Jante. Uh, uh, I'm going to go with Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, cool. We're thinking in the same way. That's because we're from Baltimore. So you guys yep, are yep. awesome. We, we have amplified you, Lauren, for the second or third time, and Jante for the first time. And I'm so excited that you're in Charm City and that we're going to make some big things happen in Baltimore. This is Ken Rashan on Amplified Voice America. And we have been brought to you by the Key Smiling Movement, Red Carpet Connection, and the Umbrella Syndicate. Hope you have a great week. Remember, leave with your life and keep smiling. See you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashad again next Monday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time and 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Now, go get your message heard.